Yo, what's up? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm back. Two in one week, but it's all good, man, because you guys deserve it. Uh, sorry for fucking not putting shit out for a little while or, you know, fucking up the rotation. But, hey, man, sometimes fucking shit cracks. Shit happens and doesn't go in the ordinary flow of life or business that we want it. So we got to adjust. And those adjustments have been fucking made. And now we're fucking uh, shooting fucking... Uh, Fucking forward, dude. You know what I'm saying? Steadfast, you know what I'm saying? Like Coco says, to the wheels fall off this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? How you guys doing, everybody? Hope you guys are good and shit. Yeah, man. So, yeah. First things first. Uh, let's get these fucking sponsorships out of the way. <laughs> we got to always, like always, we got La Cucaracha Pest Control right there in uh, the Los Angeles area. La Cucaracha Pest Control. When you want to get rid, get the kid. Get the Cucaracha Kid. That's right. Uh, La Cucaracha Pest Control is a um, pest control company in Los Angeles, in the greater Los Angeles area. You can contact them at 323-221-7666. Talk to Irma. Uh, she'll take care of an appointment. If you guys have any questions, you can talk to Armando. And, um, you know, hit them up, man. Uh, if you have any uh, leftover uh, roaches or uh, ants or rats from this past hot-ass season, and thank God the fucking uh, sun's going down, you know, little by little. We're getting rid of that fucking uh, heat factor. So, yeah, La Cucaracha Pest Control. They're a sponsor of the show, so hit them up. They're on Yelp. And, uh, yeah, man, they'll uh, take care of any issues you got, any pest issues you guys have. And also, who else do we have? Here we go, 101 Printers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 101 Printers, located at 4959 Hollywood Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90027. They offer all types of printing services from black and white copies, color copies, stickers, posters, postcard sized flyers, banners, and mounted posters. Or mounted, you know what I mean? There's like the pronunciation police out there. That's not how you say it, bro. You say mounted. Uh, it's mounted. No, bro. Uh, did you graduate from high school? No, bro. Then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a motherfucker over there trying to fucking act like they know what the fuck's cracking. And like he said, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, man, 101 printers uh, and screen printing services from T-shirts to hoodies to girls' tees. And uh, if you guys can take care of them through PayPal or direct, you can contact Jimmy at 101printers.com. That's Jimmy, J-I-M-M-Y, like Jimmy Hat, at uh the... T H E one oh one one zero one printers printers uh P R I N T E R S I just fucked that up, huh? Doubled it up. Dot com. So that's Jimmy at the one oh one printers dot com and he'll uh, answer any questions uh, you may have for him uh on any uh future uh, uh printing services you may need. Yeah man. So that's it man. Fucking uh La Cucaracha Pest Control and uh one oh one printers all in the beautiful city of Los Angeles. Shout out to the all things uh comedy family man yeah man <laughs> and shout out i don't even know why i'm all fucking giddy and shit you know what i mean like fucking checks cashed and shit uh <laughs> you're happy man you got another decimal and shit so uh shout out to andrew e cortinas of uh san antonio texas dude your t-shirt is on the way i mailed it today dude instead of monday just been busy as fuck i packaged it but wasn't able to get to the motherfucking mailman or the post office <laughs> ain't to get <laughs> there i go dude you stuttering prick you <laughs> wasn't able to hit the uh, post office and i had some uh labels printed out but i couldn't fucking find them dude so i couldn't put it in the you know the mailbox so i had to go over there and you know 
do the whole uh, song and dance and uh, mail that out. So, yeah, man, it's on its way, man. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast. And for all you podcast listeners that want to rock a Yeah Man t-shirt, uh, they're available size uh, medium through double uh, X. If you need 3X and 4X, we can get them made. But I also want to let you guys know that this is going to be the last batch of the Yeah Man uh t-shirts in the original um form that they got printed just because uh i want to keep changing it up dude i'm going to come up with another design and we're going to put it out there and uh to keep shit moving keep it fresh you know what i'm saying you know who knows you know who knows what the other design might be you know send one in maybe we can check that out maybe you can win and uh, be the designer of the next yeah man design you know uh, where do we send it in rodrigo torres jr uh 5303 uh, tyler street uh, Riverside, California, 92503, care of Rodrigo Torres, Yeah Man Podcast uh, host. And uh, yeah, man, get that to me. Or you can just like DM that shit to me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Not really Snapchat because it's gone in a fucking couple clicks, dude. So uh, Twitter, you can DM me on Twitter, but we're not friends. Just follow me after today and fucking I'll figure it out and follow you back. And that way we can get that correspondence going. Nevertheless, right, shows. That's right. We got shows. We got shows in different area codes. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I will be opening for Felipe Esparza um, October 7th through the 9th at the Ontario Improv in Ontario, California. That's right, October 7th through the 9th. Shows are selling out fast. I think uh, the Saturday shows are sold out, and they added one more Sunday show. So, yeah, please get your tickets. You can get them at uh, felipesworld.com and uh click the link or you can just go to the uh improv uh website and uh click october 7th through 9th uh felipe esparza rodrigo torres will be in the house and also for all you people out there in arlington virginia october 14th and 15th uh i'll be opening up for felipe damn dude you go everywhere with that dude uh yeah <laughs> not everywhere but you know if i can hook up some gigs so you gotta roll out man and, uh, yeah, man, I'm a fucking soldier, you know what I'm saying? We ain't fucking around here no more. And that's October 14th and 15th at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. Any info that you guys need on the show, just go to www.felipesworld.com. And that's Felipe's World spelled F-E-L-I-P-E-S-W-O-R-L-D.com. I'm all in Felipe's World. <laughs> I'm all totally honky on that. And Felipe's World, what's up, Felipe? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> it's Felipe, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Where's the pronunciation police at? Who knows? Let's keep moving, there, Mr. Torres. Get on with these shout outs. All right. Shout out to the Dice Man. It was a birthday yesterday. Or today? Is it today? I did retweet either. No, I think it was today. Happy birthday to Andrew, uh, Andrew Clay uh, uh, Silverstein. That's right. Brooklyn's finest right there. That goes out to Brooklyn, the greatest city in the world, right? Okay. And that was quoted from his 1992 album, uh, The Day the Laughter Died. I believe it's 1992. And if it's not, who cares, man? Let's move on. So, uh, shout-outs uh, uh, to the Snapchat family. Uh, not her. What up, girl? Thank you very much for those uh, videos of the face swaps. I haven't been fucking with Snapchat, by the way. I've been busy getting yelled at by my dad. Yeah, I've been working with that fool since Tuesday. God damn, it's a trip. But I just laugh and shit and go, what else do you want me to do? It's cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, not her. Shout out to you. Uh, Chinguin one always. What's up, big dog? Rigo 91 dog. Hell yeah, dude. Always fucking cool chatting with you on that shit. And Sam from Chai Town. <laughs> chai. Oh, uh, can I get a chai tea latte? That's my friend Chi. I thought it was pronounced Chai. <laughs> so, yeah, Sam. Samuel huh, from Chi-Town. 
uh, also known as uh, Chicago. Uh, shout out to Ganja5150. For all you guys that don't know, 5150 means crazy. I'm crazy. Some say I'm crazy. You are crazy, dog. Little dinosaur arm rapist. <laughs> Isn't that CeeLo that sings that song and shit? Didn't he like get alleged, uh, you know, dropping like little poppers and chicks drinks and shit? He went to trial. Not guilty, y'all. So let's move on with it. <laughs> Originally from the Goody Mob, I believe. Uh, shout out to Adalberto on uh, Snapchat. Joaquin Maya, what's up, dog? Victor from Eagle Rock. Hell yeah, dog. That's the homie right there. Haven't seen him in a minute. He's the one that uh, I actually used to live up the street from him, and uh, he, we ended up kicking it after. And uh, we have a, a mutual human that we dislike, <laughs> the catcher's mint lady that I used to rent from. So uh, shout out to that bitch. And uh, yeah, Victor. Hell yeah, man. Hope you're doing good, you and your little brother. Uh, shout out to Peter uh, and Hops Chaser. And that's it from the Snapchat family. Now let's move on to Twitter, another medium. Uh, shout out to Tommy Easter, at uh, ATAlien80. Shout out to Grandpa Nicotine. Shout out to R. Guerrero. Shout out to Ronnie L. Shout out to Rusty Shackelford. Shout out to Peter Oliveira. And Seth Hillman. That's right, man. Our homie, uh, Rory's brother. Shout out to you, big dog. R.I.P. Rory, hope you're doing good wherever you are, big dog. Miss you, dog. Uh, shout out to Kevin Dill. Shout out to uh, Malibu Kelly. And shout out to the funny Latino in New York City. Get a rope. No, really, get a rope when you get this motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking with you. Why are you trying to be an activist? So, yeah, that goes out to all the Puerto Ricans and shit. They say, Papa, no le entiendo, Papa, me entiende. ¿Cómo está eso, Papa? Papa. Yo, how do you say potato in Spanish? Papa. <laughs> so, yeah, man. How's it going, everybody, dude? I hope you guys are doing good. I'm feeling good. Uh, we released a podcast on Monday, I think it was, right? Had to be fucking Monday or Sunday. Nah, I think it was Monday. I'm tripping, bro. Era el lunes. <laughs> el lunes. El día que salió la luna. The Luna comes out every night, bro. You're right, but it's not always full. So, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I had to go get all that fucking, um, I don't know, spit, solve, solve this fool. Fucking saliva out of my teethers and keep moving and shit. So, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that listened to it, uh, shared it. All you guys, man, thank you very much. We had Tommy Easter on, my brother from another mother. And he's a cool-ass dude, man, cool white dude, man. And I, I, don't, and I hate saying that shit because I'm not one of those dudes that I, I just didn't grow up just with one sort of people. I grew up with, like, everybody. I had Iranians in my classes, Indian fools, when I was in elementary school. And, uh, oh, excuse me, you know what I'm saying? The power of Christ compels. Boom. <laughs> and uh, even gypsies, all types of shit, you know what I mean? Guatemalans and shit before I even knew what Guatemalans were I thought they were Mexicans and shit no I'm not Mexican bro I'm Guatemalan uh sorry bro <laughs> unblessed art thou <laughs> so yeah man dude I don't like to say oh fucking white dude or this dude was like you know no, that's Tommy dude fucking is he white uh, I don't know his name's Tommy bro <laughs> and I don't want to also sound like you know dude I was the most in the most diverse area of the world but um you know how people fucking get everybody wants to be the fucking first person that says this and that and you know and on and on and on and blah, 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 blah. Getting born here, ain't I? All right. So let's move on. So, yeah, man. Fucking everything's cool. Fucking, uh, yeah, man. Fucking other than that, that's it, man. Just helping out my pops getting yelled at by that fool. <laughs> the older you get, they still yell. So, yeah, man. Having fun with that shit. And other than that, that's it, man. Just fucking playing drums a lot. Been hiking a lot ever fucking since Monday. Doing my push-ups. Doing my little fucking, uh, what's that called? My, my curls. 
my jerry curls, <laughs> trying to work on those biceps, you know what I mean? Get my stamina. Got to catch up with my shine, you know? That's the thing, man. It's like you fucking haven't had sex in a long time, you know what I mean? And then you start having sex regularly instead of jacking off. That shit takes a toll, man. Shit, you got to build stamina for that shit. You'd be like, God damn, again? Shit, you're hornier than me. <laughs> Fuck, I can't take this no more. I'm going to have to rent a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the place to go rent a dick, huh? And they're all, yeah, we got all these dicks. Nah, those ones are too big. You got smaller ones? Uh, do smaller ones exist? <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's where I'm at, dude. I just want to build my stamina. Build it, be healthy, though. I mean, it's not just because of sex. Give me a fucking break, dude. I mean, it's not like motherfuckers like a fucking acrobat and shit if you film in pornos. But you know what I mean? When, uh, you know, your lady wants you to deliver, you got to deliver, dude. You know what I mean? You don't want to be another fucking stick in the mud and shit. Fucking, you know, don't worry, it's cool. Just use your rabbit. Huh? Use my rabbit, eh? Okay. That's the name of another dude. No. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so uh, been hiking, dude. That feels good, dude. It's uh, it's cool, man. I used to fucking go to the gym, but I don't know, dude. Fucking, I think if you really want to work out, you just fucking work out and bust out push-ups and shit. And I haven't really been fucking with sit-ups because I don't have, like, a real sit-up machine or a machine or a fucking little thing to do it on. And I don't really know how to do them properly. I don't think. I just feel that I've been doing them wrong all this time and fucking up my lower back or some shit. So I've just been doing uh, push-ups, curls, and hiking and trying to work on my upper strength. You know what I'm meaning? The meaning. You think I know what I'm meaning? So, yeah, man. That's it, man. So, uh, fucking uh, the, our guest, our guest, our guesto on uh, the Yeah Man podcast is uh, a friend of mine that I met at a party. Dude, you're a socialite, aren't you? No, this party was uh, by another artist. His name is Ernesto. Um, he's the one that did the... Uh, the uh, What's Up Full podcast uh, cover. He's the one that drew that up, and he's from uh, El Centro. So he had a party, a little get together, um, showcasing uh, one of his uh, an- another one of his. Uh, it was a showcase of a bunch of art that he had, but there was a theme to it. I kind of forgot. I kind of I did, dude. And that was in East LA. It was during a rainy time, so I shot out there. It was kind of cool, man. There was a lot of people out there. The dude from Obey was there. Shepherd Fair, you know, got to shake his hand. Medio Lamano. <laughs> name dropper over here oh no no dude i'm just fucking let you know that i'm down bro <laughs> oh yeah it's really down you know uh, <laughs> is that mickey mouse no no it's me <laughs> um so yeah he was there the dude from rage against the machine there now you do what they told you bun, bun, bun. and now you do what they told you and it's weird he doesn't even talk like that and shit i was like damn dude fuck at least you can say hello in his singing voice <laughs> He's like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> I was like, it was like, kind of like a black dude. It's kind of cool though. Whatever, man. Uh, name dropper. There you go, man. What's his name? Zach DeLaRoche, bro. So, nevertheless, this dude I met there because I just bumped into him. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to. Sometimes you're like there, you don't know anybody, and then you don't. Not that you're not social, but it, you know you don't want to bump into a conversation or just like, uh, oh, Rafa was there for a while and he took off. He's another photographer. I got to get his book by the way, and check it out on his website. I think it's Rafa LA. I his website. I'll try to look it out before I fucking look it up before I. Uh, tune off here but yeah man this uh this dude was cool he was really fucking cool um he was an artist he approached me i talked to him and you know it was like mutual and uh he was real cool you know, we, and we started talking about like we just started hit it off we started talking about graffiti and shit back in the day and what he's doing and that he's into what homeboy's doing that's why he was at the fucking um at the uh little event that uh ernesto had so yeah man um and he's a cool dude. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, Rafa has a book. Um, it's his portfolio of photographs of Los Angeles. And uh, it's at www.com Rafa LA. So that's www.rafa, R-A-F-A, Rafa, 
rafa.la so that's uh you can check out his book it's pretty cool man fucking and uh yeah that's it man so yeah this dude is real cool he um he works for a company now i think um i don't know if he wants me to mention it and stuff but you know he works for like a retailer you'll know who the fuck it is um you 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 see him at the mall but anyways he's a designer does a lot of pop art did a little campaign for like boy george and shit culture club and a bunch of cool ass shit he just did a finish doing a selena um event in uh downtown la this past weekend which uh, i wasn't able to make but um it was super cool and uh it was over there that selena moss that uh la junta los angeles presents la's beloved selena tribute band sunday september september 25th 2006 and one of uh, and his art was displayed there man so yeah man fucking um yeah so check out this podcast this is a uh, dude's name is germism and he's a uh, really cool man started from like fucking you know just being a kid drawing getting into graffiti and then fucking boom being a professional fucking um, artiste of sorts, right? Pop art, to be exact. So, yeah, man, uh, check out uh, Germism. Be cool, man. Keep shining. Late. Okay, we uh, slid up in that. Yeah, right pretty before, fast. Yeah, right before. Yeah. Hey, right. fool. So, um, and on as far as the artistic tip, was your mom or dad fucking? Were they an artist or anything? Do they do mm, shit, dance, you anything know what? in arts? No, not at all. Actually, well, my mom did a little bit of like creative and and little bit of like painting and stuff in school. Okay, but but she never pursued it. Like, uh, she didn't go to college. Like, she she still you know they got my, my parents got married and and she stood home and my dad went to college but my my mom never pursued it but i've saw some of her some of her old stuff and she she has some like creative ability you know and i was, oh, right like, I was shocked i was like oh well that's probably where i get it from you know but my dad no he doesn't i, I don't i don't get it from from them but i mean um, my parents have always been cool and they've always been supportive of whatever you know my career and and my choice in you know whatever i've done as they do with the rest of my brothers but uh, but as far as it like when it came with the art, you know, like as a, I, I started drawing as a as a kid, and and they supported me. But I, I, as far as like you know, being inspired by them, no, no, none of that. Like as far as the drive or whatever, the ability, no, the talent, no. But and you started doing what first as far as drawing? Like you uh, started like fucking with graffiti first, or just doing your own shit before graffiti? Uh, well, no, you know what? Uh, as a kid, I I started drawing. Just you know, base. I, w- I would I remember uh, um, just my dad would get the Sunday paper every, you know, Sunday, the big fat paper, and it had the comics. Right. And he'd give me the comic section. And I, I was I was young, maybe eight, nine years old, or even younger. And I just started, like, doodling and drawing and copying the comics. I think one of the first things I ever drew was, like, Snoopy. Oh, you know, hell yeah. Peanuts or whatever. And uh, so I, always, I knew, like, in school, school projects, I always drew whatever. I, I, you know, I never... I never had any formal training. I never had like art classes or whatever, or just some like BS little classes in in, in school in, in uh, elementary or junior high school. But no formal training whatsoever. No, nothing. And um, uh, I think my mom sent me to a couple little things like you know summer camp or summer like classes like at the community college like right. you know during the summer break. But I, I already knew I could draw and paint and do whatever. But it was just natural, you know. It just kind of. You know, uh, for Christmas, I'd get all these, like, little art supplies, bullshit shit. I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> shit. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, here's these markers, and I'll just bust this out or whatever. And and then so, uh, no, so what happened was I already, I, I knew I had that artistic ability. Um, but to know that what I was going to do with it or even know that I was going to, you know, it was going to be, like, my career, I, I had no clue. But um, uh, when I was, like, preteen, I remember my older cousins, you know, we all went to school together, and, uh, and uh 
they they were the ones that are always like into the cool shit like oh, oh hell whatever. yeah all hip and shit yeah well, at the time I was I was really young they're like disco biscuits or hip hop <laughs> oh, disco biscuits yeah or like the hip hop kids or or whatever it was and um you know they're the ones that introduced me in, to to all that like they were break dancing and, and they were DJing and 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 then they were doing some like graffiti and I was like damn that's fucking dope like you know what is that and they were like oh you know tagging their not tagging but doing little bubble letters on their peachy folders or whatever. oh hell yeah and then, said um, bubble letters yeah old school little and bombs then, huh? uh, and then i remember um going to my, my dad took me to go. my dad used to take me to see like every movie like we'd go every weekend and and i remember watching uh beat street oh really you seen that shit in the theaters yes i saw that shit in the theaters he took me to also he took me to go see uh another movie called wild style it was also another graffiti movie um and it was about like new york graffiti you know subways all that stuff and that shit i blew my mind i was like holy shit but 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 beat street i was like holy shit like that like uh, ramo that guy ramo that was painting the trains i saw that i was like dude like i want to do that you know like that blew me away you know and, and uh so then i started doing my own thing like oh you know what started since, since my cousins were kind of doing some like bullshit little bubble letters whatever. right i was watching them and i saw that movie you know it's a like, little format yeah and this was i was still in elementary school when 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 this happened or whatever and but i knew i wanted to do that so i started kind of doing my little thing gave myself my little tag name you know <laughs> and uh you know so i was germ and All right. uh, and that because i like the way I, I used to write it you know it was like came out cool yeah exactly and i like the way it's clean yeah yeah easy short and, yeah and and so then i just kind of like it's I, also I, a part of it to have a good name too dog yeah yeah totally and then uh so with that i just kind of i was like you know this undercover i, I was i was still <laughs> like an artist or whatever but i didn't want nobody to know i was a graffiti artist because i mean i didn't know what i was gonna do with it but i was it was like my little secret you know? oh and hell yeah dude and i would do my you know little thing or whatever had a little peace book or because it ended up getting to the point where people were turning taggers in dog oh yeah well yeah. i mean that was the so hotlines I mean, later yeah. you know but this this was when i first got into it it was like before anything I before it was even popular before b- fucking before i got to all that madness you know and doing it in the street and going oh yeah and all that stuff you're so innocent naive yeah, of what I, was going I, on in the like world no or outside of that cruise. Shit. I, I didn't even know any other graffiti <laughs> writers nothing it was just like i was doing it on my and then i hit you know uh junior high school and i was like you know i, I started getting into like rap music and hip-hop and and all that that whole thing and then uh, i remember like beastie boys and run dmc that was a big old thing and uh, once i got to junior high i i met other artists and other you know and i saw other graffiti artists and i started talking to other guys and and just started like at that age, not really knowing what networking was, but I started networking with other graffiti artists, and it's just kind of uh, pumping into like-minded people it, and shit. It, it kind of snowballed into this like, oh, these uh, graffiti crews and these graffiti yards, and it, this is like um, the kind of uh, supplies we use, and and uh, and then that was it. And then then I started hitting the streets, and you know, and, <laughs> and where'd you where'd you go to school? Where'd you grow up, dude? Where'd you go to school at? East LA, born and raised in East LA. I was born in uh, Santa Marta Hospital. Okay. I uh, went to Humphreys Elementary, went to Griffith Junior High School, and then I went to Garfield High School. Oh, shit. Garfield oh. Bulldogs, yeah. Escalante was gone by that time, no? Uh, no, he was still Still teaching there. calculus over there? Yeah, I mean, I, I never had his class or whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, no, that fool was there. That fool okay. was there. It was like after the movie and all that stuff. Was that fool was there. De La Hoya was there, Okay. too. And then, uh, then I went to Elac for a little bit, you know. So I grew up all in East LA, and it's just like, and I and I painted all of East LA, you know. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, when I like as as I got a little more serious into the graffiti scene and, and that whole like graffiti movement, you know, uh, 
you know, I started, you know, from 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 markers, you know, I evolved to spray cans and and, you know, from tags, I evolved to like, you know, lettering and, and full on pieces, you know, and we're okay. like, were you so you really didn't really fuck with too many like streaks and shit like that, right? Yeah. You also oh, you yeah, did all yeah, that. Yeah, you didn't go straight to uh, aerosol and all that shit in the beginning. No, 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 no. It was just like. You know, same thing. Like I said, I was like learning how to use like what supplies to use. All mean streaks or or these uh, uni uh, paint <laughs> yeah, and, dude. and and all this stuff. Even the little stickers that the hello so my name is and all that shit. We would oh, yeah, slap dude. those up and yeah, everything. Then then even little stencils doing all you know a bunch of scribing, scribing. Yeah, they, they even like with like stuff. markers or even streaks. Sakura, dude. And then you know the yeah. type of brands, all that yeah. shit. You mean yeah, Sakura, oh. SG7s. Oh. And, 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 and <laughs> how you can use the marks a lot too, like the you know the chisel tip opposed to the yeah pilots. We, oh, we pilots, would, you know, dude. We get the, the the pilot inks and we we refill them. You they know? even smell different, oh, dog. Man, no, we, we were making our own markers. I would deodorants, you know, and the and the the um, the chalkboard erasers, you know. Oh fuck yeah, dude. dude. We were making a mess. Yeah, dog. And I was addicted to that shit. Like, well, I, like it was just we were riding on buses. And we were doing all kinds of. It was it was crazy, um, going through all that or whatever. Um, I even tried, you know, airbrushing. You know, the whole airbrush <laughs> thing. You know, back then, your little canister, like, little fucking oh, cable. Oh man, I was the worst airbrusher, man. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I remember I saved up and I bought a little set, and even my dad helped me. And I was like, wow, how do you do this shit? Started making t-shirts, dog. <laughs> Try it, you know, with the overalls. Anabel y Jorge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hearts and clouds and all that. Oh, the, hell yeah. The starbursts and rainbows and, and shit. And the little underneath, the little yeah, designs. Yeah, no, fuck that. Like, I, I was the worst. Like, I, c- I could never get the fucking... Highlighting the, that shit. I could never get the paint or the... the, the to come out of the fucking airbrush, like oh. I couldn't, ha- I couldn't get that shit to sync up. I was just like all air or whatever, and I was just like exactly splattering out and shit. Exactly, oh, and I was like, no, nah, fuck dude. that. I was like, you know what? I was making too much of a mess. I'm like, I'm not gonna. So I just skipped all that shit and went straight <laughs> to spray cans. Hell yeah! And did it take you a while to get better at that too? Like from bombing to actually doing pieces? Oh yeah, and all? well yeah, like I, like same thing with with anything with, with my art. Like you know, like I didn't, I didn't. There's no school for that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just uh, like just networking with other graffiti artists and 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 that were like oh big time or, or whatever these guys are getting known and are yeah, getting exactly up. and it was just like they would mentor me you know I was like their little apprentice it was a couple guys that <laughs> that it was just like oh hey that's pretty fresh or whatever I took an interest in what they're doing and they like took me under their wing and and the older cats you know that were that uh, were already good at it and doing oh, their yeah. thing and then you know I started painting with those guys and like I you know filling shit in and doing yeah. all that stuff fools that knew what's up yeah and it's like and then they we we did like some illegal walls, you know, and we hit up the graffiti yards, you know, because it was like you can go there and just make a mess, you know, nobody cared. And then uh, later we, we started getting like legal walls. We go hit up like, you know, uh, some people like in the alleys or, hey, you know what, can I bomb your backyard or, you know, not your backyard, but let's see the alley or say like even a little liquor store in our neighborhood. We hit them up and be like, hey, you know, we noticed you got a graffiti problem. Like, you mind if we bust a little mural right here or whatever? And they were, they were all cool with it. So so I had all my shit all around like my neighborhood. Oh yeah, and when you started, you started uh, by yourself or with a crew. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I went through so many crews. <laughs> I mean, you know, and uh, and that that's, that's be like bucket crew hopper dog. No, 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 <laughs> not, not, like not, not not crew hoppers. It was it was, it was more like <laughs> build and then do away yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. It was just like because like, oh, it got like, burned out or whatever. It, no, it was just like like when I first started, like, and then I had my little like crew. Mm-hmm. So it's like we made our own crew, you know. And then with that, we ended up, uh, you know, kind of making our name for ourselves. And then we started, uh, 
you know, talking to these other guys from these other crews and they brought us on like, oh, you know what? Let's, you know, you guys be in our crew and then right. like, whatever, whatever. And then, so it wasn't like a crew hopper thing. It was more like we. <laughs> that food that was in every crew <laughs> or no, said he was no, down no, with no. everybody. No, it was, just, it was more like. You like, built your company. St- like stages, you know what I'm right. saying? It'd be like, like from, from say this little crew here to like a well-known crew, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then from them. Like these guys knowing and seeing your shit and them recruiting right. you brought you into like, the Roman Empire. Exactly, they're the like, hey, you know what? Like, like we see you're up. Like, you want to fucking get down with us? Like, all right, cool. You know, and it got pretty serious. And and uh, and it wasn't about like crew hopping or whatever. And because um, I remember uh, we, I was down for Eastlos and down and paying for Eastlos, you know, and paint in Eastlos. And when it came to, like, we'd go to downtown, we'd go to a bunch of other graffiti yards, the Belmont Tunnel. Start spreading know, we'd around. go to the Levitt's Yard over in Glendale. I mean, we go to we go all, o- all over the place. You know, we go all the way to Melrose, and we, you know, see what the guys from CBS were doing and all that stuff. Okay. And then uh, one, uh, one of my, my close friends that we were painting with, he was, like, really wanted to get into CBS, you know? So you guys were really active in the culture. Oh, hell yeah. It was super active. And uh, and he wanted to get in CBS, and I was like, oh, that would be dope to be from CBS. Oh, let's go, whatever. And uh, and yeah, they invited us to some of their meetings, and you know, they were they were really dedicated. They have like they have a meeting like every other weekend. Really, like and organized you had to, like, and mandatory, shit? like be there. And you had to, like you had to be like active as far as painting, and they had a lot of rules and stuff. Really, a policy and, um, and shit. Yeah, exactly. But they were cool. It was still free, and they, and and those guys were mad cool, and they liked our shit. So we go paint with them. We'd paint like they invite us to go paint like in at, in Melrose, or they cool, they invite man. us to paint. And uh, at the Belmont Tunnel or whatever. And um, and my friend from Islos, uh, he was just kind of like, he really wanted to be from CBS. But at the same time, I was like, I go out there. We either take the bus all the way out there or we drive all the way out there. And I was like, shit, man. Like, do I really want to be in a crew from Hollywood? Like, this, what, what, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you have your like, own no, city. No, exactly. Like, no disrespect to those guys, but I was just like, you know what? You have your own shit. It's like, you know, we're not from Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the, you no, know, I it's feel you. Like, you know, we're, we're, you, we're, yeah, we're, we're from Eastlos. Like, we should fucking rep, you know, crews in Eastlos, you know, and bring, you know, our style out, you know, and, and represent in other spots before our, our city. And he didn't see it like that. So we kind of like, he took off and he got into CBS, you know, and, and he went and painted with them and, and that fool made a name for himself, you know. And that dude was a sick. He was a sick ass artist. Like that fool could draw his ass off. He could paint his ass off. And then he also later I found out and, and ended up bumping into him um, at a job actually. And that fool became like a sick like graphic designer. Too. Really like yeah, so same it, thing. And self taught that just like me, you know. That's what's up, dog. And uh, and yeah, it was cool. So anyway, but later you know the whole like graffiti scene just like you know it was always we we're always you know buying paint and running around and just running amok, you know. And just uh, it it was just a. Uh, Later, I was just getting tired of having my shit buffed or my shit painted over, and and I, and I was like, really, what am I wasting on my money? At the time, I think I was more interested in girls, you know. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Do I really want to spend all my money on paint, or do I want to spend like money on you know dating, or you know what I'm saying, or taking girls out or whatever? And and I so I, so my interest kind of shifted or whatever shifted yeah and i was just like oh you know what? i think i'm gonna do this i wanted to have money for my car and i had a little like after high school i had a little part-time job and all that stuff and i think i kind of just little by little stopped but actually i'll, I'll be honest what really kind of stopped the whole thing was um when i was 18 my mom kicked me out of the house and uh i, w- I was like really in a graph i was like i i i i, I ate slept and drank 
graffiti. Like all I was addicted to tagging. I was addicted to to writing. I, you know, I, I couldn't. I, I I had to write on everything. Because it takes and a I lot had, of dedication. You got to yeah, be up oh, all night man. to go bomb oh, and shit. No, you know, we, you can't dude, do it during the day. Dude, we 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 were we would like either like ride our bikes or, or skate all the way to downtown, and then mm-hmm. and then and then come back and and be tagging and painting and and trying to until we ran out of paint. You know what I'm saying? And uh, on a mission. Oh man, it was just I have some crazy adventures, crazy <laughs> stories, you know. Um, but uh, and but that was know, all I, going down during high school. Yeah. So just like, basically just go home, take a shower, and go to school. Yeah, but see, and then so another thing too was like daylight savings time when the time would change. <laughs> it was just like when it, when it would stay darker earlier. Right. We would we would get up before you know school, and we'd go and and like go down to Whittier Boulevard and tag all the way on the way to school when it was still kind of dark, you know what I'm saying? And even even when when the, when whatever daylight savings and then it would be uh um uh, it would get darker earlier, better mm-hmm. for us cuz now we can go out and paint earlier, you know? Oh hell yeah. And um oh man, I lost my train of thought. But um oh, my mom kicked me out. Yeah, so that was like so I had like all my supplies, all my piece books, like everything all pictures of like every piece I ever took. You know, just like like albums, photo albums of like all my graffiti shit. Um, and one day, like I mean, I was I was just uh, like I said, running the muck, and I was like, I, w- I can't say I was a bad kid, but uh, shit, man, I pushed my mom to the limit, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and don't and, and, push and, and me she, exactly. I'm close and she couldn't, to she couldn't. I, not that I guess that she couldn't kick me out or what, but I came home one day and she fucking moved out, and all my shit was in the front yard. And I was like, fuck, like, that is fucked up. You didn't see like, it coming? No. You know, I guess it was just like. Al propio hijo. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> shit, that <laughs> was. Said, yeah, exactly. That was fucking crazy. So, A shocker to you, so, like, yeah, fuck, just left it you, was like, fuck It was yeah. like three months into me being 18. It's like I had a little car, you know. I had a little part-time job. Everything was cool. Yeah, and it was, but I was still just a fucking, you know, like, just running amok. Doing your thing. And uh, and so I just packed whatever fit in my car, you know, whatever was a priority to me, or like my clothes and like my stereo, whatever bullshit I had. And then just like drove to my dad's, you know, and uh, lived with my dad for like two years. Oh, yeah. And uh, and yeah, that was crazy. I was just like, shit, that was like so that kind of like really stopped the whole like graffiti thing for me because it's kind of a reality check. Like I was just like, like, fuck, you know what? Can't do that shit right now. Like I got fucking priorities i gotta fucking get my life together you know now my mom kicked me out i don't know what the fuck to do so i left all my shit in the front yard so i don't know what happened to all that stuff are like, you serious yeah like history. neighbors going through it and ah, shit prob- no, 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 no. Uh, throwing away the pictures and taking the albums <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> I so i lost everything and, I, and that kind of just not that i and then at the time not that i lost interest but it was more like you know what like fuck i, I you know what i don't have time for that shit right now like that like i got I got to fucking get my life together, you know? And that was it. You know, I went and moved in with my dad. And, you know, I'm telling you how my dad is, you know. And he got you a girl too or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, that, nah, he home. no it, it, that's a trip. So, so it was like moving in with my dad. It wasn't really like moving in with my dad. It was more like a b- homie. Like, uh, exactly. Your like, dad was always moving. He was like my older brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was, uh, that was like, you know, it was cool because my dad was cool. We partied together and it was just like. You know, that was, that's awesome. That, yeah, it was. It was. It was awesome. You know, and and you know, my dad like so cool and never really gave me. He we got on my case, you know, here and there, and just wanted me to get my shit together. Um, but you know, I mean, same thing. I was just like not in a hurry to 
to um, really go out there and figure out what I was going to do. But at least, you know, I was still working, still doing my thing. But I, like at that point, it was like the whole graffiti thing. I just I couldn't. That I was couldn't. done. No. Yeah, that was that was it. That was it. I mean, I was still down. Like, I had a big con art sticker on the back of my car. Right. You know, and a bunch of other like people would hit me up. Like, oh, you right? Blah, blah, blah. You know, stupid bullshit. Right. Um, Chop it up about that bullshit. Yeah. And then, uh, and the funny thing is, even um, when I was, when I, so I went to go live with my dad. I moved to San Gabriel for a couple years. And I met some graffiti artists out there. And, uh, and same thing, just like on the street, like they hit me up or whatever. And we, you know, um, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, what's up? You guys want to fucking, me and my homie Dean, he's like, you guys want to fucking go paint with us or whatever? Yeah, we're down. So we, we kind of, like, started hanging out with them. But I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really know these guys or whatever. And these this crew out there, they were like, oh, we're in the middle of this in a, a battle with this other crew. Damn. And and they're like, you know what? Like, you guys want to help us? Fucking, we're, gonna, we're, you know, we got maps. We got fucking spray cans. We got all this shit. We got trucks. And we're going to fucking, like, just go on a mission. Take them out. This whole weekend. And it's a, it's a mean battle. And we're like, oh, you know what? That's cool, whatever. Like, uh, you know, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, we'll fucking, uh, you know, they will do it or whatever. And Participate. And, uh, yeah, so those fools called me. At, so at the time, I had this girlfriend who always got on my case and fucking. <laughs> um, and, uh, Hit my markers and shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Hit and, my uh, cans. So I was going to go out with these guys and go out painting and whatever. And they called me. They're like, hey, you know, can we, you know are you still down? Or go with us or whatever. And my girlfriend wanted to fucking, didn't let me go. She was like, oh, Damn. you know, what, whatever. No, fuck that. So it's like we were arguing, and now, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't make it, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> this was excused himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? And I was like, I'll just go another day or whatever, you know? <laughs> but trip I'll out catch on, up with you guys. But trip out on this shit. What happened, dog? It was so a mean bust. The next day in the news, these fools got hit by a drunk driver on the freeway, and they were in a pickup. God damn, and, uh, and it was dog. like all over the news. Like there was like maps and spray cans all over the freeway, and these fools turned out. Like uh, some of them died and shit. Damn, and I was dude. like, fuck. Like that could have been me, you know? Fuck yeah, dog. That's and, uh, fate, dog. And that was kind of like another, like you know what? Wake up call. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know they what? Fucking no. Like you know what? Like maybe you shouldn't be doing this shit, you know? Uh, so I just took a break, you know, I said, oh, you know, what? who knew? I was just living my life. I didn't know, oh, oh yeah, I'm still going to be a graffiti writer. I'm still going to do this or whatever. But th- as far as the graffiti goes, like that, that was it. At the time, I was working at this little uh, local store, a uh, local clothing store where it was, uh, they used to sell like, at the time they used to call it like tagger clothes or Jenkos and shit or yeah, what? Yeah, all that shit was like, it was like, uh, it was kind of like all that rave shit and everything. Like the store was called Lunatics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that story because the whole thing with the whole, even with the whole graffiti taking off and going into a gang way, like tag banging, it also gave way to a lot of party crews and shit and that whole underground that, life. All that shit. Together, that nocturnal yeah. life. Yeah. All that shit was together. The raves. Oh my god. Like we used to. I used to go to raves and I used to have a little backpack full of spray cans and all these raves were at like bro- broken in warehouses. Right. And uh, and I industrial I'd, spots. I'd, and I'd shit. go over there and while the party was going on, I'd go and fucking bomb the whole fucking warehouse. And uh, or whatever it was, wherever if it was the front of a warehouse, because all these were all break-ins, you know. Right. And there was this one time, you know, the brewery over uh, the the, um, the one in downtown. The Angel City Brewery, that one, or which yes. one? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, back before it was all those lofts and everything. It was, it was just like, like the juvenile hall or some shit, right? No, no, no. Or it was just like a kind of like a abandoned warehouse with the smokestack or whatever. Right. Uh, we went to a rave there, and and uh, it was dope, dope ass party. I forgot, like you know, old school Doc Martin, all that shit, whatever. Okay. You know. It was like early fucking monkey boots. Early nineties. Damn. And um That's when all the whole ditching parties, fucking Morrissey, fucking 
Depeche Mode, a little era of fucking yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Pumps yeah, and yeah, Rebels, yeah, all yeah, that shit yeah, fucking exactly, was exactly. all going good, going along with, if not at the same time, as fucking, um, you know, fucking ripping it up, dude. Yeah, style, uh, yeah no, definitely. And I remember that that venue was fucking sick. It was like, this is one of the biggest warehouses ever, you know, ever that, that I've ever been to, like a warehouse rave or whatever. And uh, so we get in there and I have my little backpack of spray cans and I'm there with all my friends or whatever. And, um, and you know, I see all the lights are on this like catwalk around the whole top of the warehouse, you know, all right. and the party's going on or whatever. I'm like, fuck, I want to get on that catwalk and I want to <laughs> bomb my fucking name on the top on the whole top up there. You know, and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get up there? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm big now, but right. I was still big like back then, you know? <laughs> But you know what? If you want to do something, no matter what you you could do it, dog. Yeah. So I was so me and my, my homie Dean, I was like, all right, homie, you know what? There was a fucking crates. We were stacking shit up. There was like anyway, we climbed up there. Had and it I, all planned out, and, dog. And we like I got I whatever it took, I got up there. I got dirty as fuck. I was wearing <laughs> this I remember I was wearing this like Dickies t shirt. Cold no, 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 this Dickies like button up shirt. Mm-hmm. And I got up there, I was all fucking dirty all dusty but i got up there and i'm like fuck it and i walked all the way across the the catwalk and and started fucking just big ass letters you know big old germ one up there and a whole roll call the whole crew whatever this one said roll call yeah and uh and i was like man this is fresh the party was going on everybody was watching me i was like hell yeah and once i'm done so it's just like i got from one end to the other end and by the time i got to the other end, I saw some people on the catwalk as well. And I saw some other graffiti writers. They're like, hey, fool, hit me up. Whatever. I'm like, how the fuck did you get up here so quick? Whatever. They're like, the stairs are right there. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't what? even see them? No. So it's like Damn. I got all dirty and climbed all, way, all the way up there. And got all fucking dirty just to paint up there. And the, there was a fucking staircase that went up to the <laughs> spot. And, uh, Dedicated, but, uh, but, Yeah, man. It was like that was a, that was a kind of a cool fucking highlight as, um, about, you know, doing that graffiti shit or whatever but uh my um that no that night there was a shootout in that warehouse too and so everyone fucking had to clear out and some fools got shot whatever whatever and that, that was these that shit was always happening you know but um oh hell yeah dude but uh, no so at the time i was working at that store that was like my day job you Lunatics. know I was, yeah it was like a little part-time gig or whatever and i had my car and and um i was living at my dad's and and uh the all the rave flyers remember all those rave flyers all psychedelic oh, hell shit yeah. or whatever and all the all the t-shirt graphics this was before i was in the imperial industry you know um and i was like man this shit's dope like you know i, I used to just draw you know i used to draw and paint and do whatever and i'd see all these uh the t-shirt graphics and all these rave, rave and flyers and i was like like i want to fucking draw like this like how do you fucking like how do they do this shit you know and um uh, I was like, it blew my mind. I was like, how how do they get all these clean lines? What do they do? Blah blah blah, whatever. Anyway, at the time, at the same time, I had a friend that worked at Kinko's graveyard shift. <laughs> and Perfect. Yeah, and that fool used to just hit me up like, hey, like uh, he couldn't leave, you know. Hey, can you bring me some food and we'll hang out and fuck around here, and we'd make copies and we'd blow up posters and we'd do all kinds of stuff or whatever. And then one day he introduced me to the to the computer. I didn't know nothing about computers whatsoever and uh uh-uh, no and he was he, he and it just so happened to be a mac and uh and he's like hey he's like get on the computer and fucking make your name and do all this shit and we'll make fucking posters and we'll do this whatever blew my mind i was like wow how do you do that he didn't know how to, what he was doing i didn't know what i was doing but we got up behind the computer and honestly i was working at that little store like during the day for like a whole year 
And at night, I'd lose sleep, and, I, and I'd stay up all night just teaching myself how to use that computer and how to use that. Just fucking with it all fucking night, I was, all yeah, day. Yeah, I was like 20, like my early 20s by that time. I was like, yeah, my, yeah like 21. Yeah, maybe was it like, yeah, and what like program? 20s. What program were you fucking with in that fucking match? Dude, it wasn't even like right now. I use like Illustrator, Photoshop. Okay, you know, that, that that that's all I use. But back then, there was just some little like, um, like uh, invitation making software called. They we used to make our little rave flyers or not little rave flyers, little party flyers. You know, um, it was called Type Styler, and another one was called Type Twister. Damn. You'd make little party invites, little bullshit, little you know, graphic program. It wasn't even like a legit program. It was just some kind of like standard or stock little software they had in there. Um, but with me fucking around with that software, I like stretched it to the limit and I was actually making some serious graphics really off of that stuff. And, um, uh, so I was working at that store and, uh, they ended up sending me to this, uh, uh, trade show, you know, the ASR trade show or the agenda trade show or the magic show, you know, they have in Vegas, you know, for, for all clothing, the vendors and for, shit for, come for out. Yeah. So I went, I went down to this one show in San Diego called the 432 F show where it was nothing but streetwear. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was like, same thing, you know, just tripping out and everything, all the catalogs and all the graphics and all the streetwear. And, and, um, I, I met this dude at this company called street smart. This dude, his name's Julian, Julian Barrios. And I met him down there, and I was like, oh, I like this stuff or whatever. And he was working with some uh, graffiti artists here from L.A. He was doing stuff with Hex. Damn. And, yeah, and and, and uh, he had a bunch of dope stuff. I was like, damn, this is fresh. Like, these guys are from L.A., blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm from L.A. too. He's like, I'm just out here for the show. I was like, oh, word. Anyway, um, that was it. We didn't exchange numbers, nothing. I was at the time, I didn't know shit about Just oh, a conversation. A card, whatever, whatever. Anyway, by coincidence, that fool lived by that Kinko's. And he was there at, at working on his catalogs or whatever in the middle of the Damn. night making copies. Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, didn't I just see you in San Diego? He's like, oh, hey, what's up, Jerm? Whatever, whatever. You know, it was, and um, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, I'm doing graphics. You know, I'm taking <laughs> chip out on this. He's like, oh, that's dope. And he's like, oh, cool. So um, he hit me up. He's like, hey, he's like, can you make a fucking little line sheet for me? Like a price list or whatever, a little typesetting or whatever. He's like, I'll pay you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. And uh, bombed it out, and and then uh, so little by little he started asking me for some more stuff, and he saw he saw the stuff I was doing. He's like, "Oh, that's dope," and uh, you know this and that. He's like, "How do you, how do you do that?" And I'm like, "Oh well, you know, I don't know. I couldn't even explain." <laughs> and um, I'll do it though. <laughs> so for a couple of months, he came and he was like giving me work, and I was like, "I'm not even a graphic designer. I'm just fucking around with the computer." And uh, a few months into it, he he says, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm." My my business is in is in Upland. He's like, I'm moving to LA. He's like, I'm gonna get a I'm, I'm gonna get a warehouse out here in my office, and and uh, I want to know if you want to come work for me. And I was like, What? That's crazy! Like, really? He's like, Yeah. He's like, I'll buy all the computer and I'll buy all the shit you need, and and just come and work for me. And I was like, Really? I was like, Fuck yeah! Damn, dude, that's fucking cool. Um. So yeah, so I ended up going, and 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 same thing. So not only now that I have to like stay up at Kinko's anymore, I. I just go and work with this dude, you know. And what I, company was this, dude? It's called Street Smart. Okay. And um, and yeah, so just working with him, I just kind of learned on the spot, you know, and and hands on and shit, no theory, on, just no. fucking dove into that motherfucker. Yeah, he was even asking me like, "Oh, what kind of computer should I get?" I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of computer to get," you know, because I didn't know shit about computers. Um, 
but yeah, so working with him, it was just like I just learned and then started, you know, working with screen printers and, and it was a whole other world for me. I was like, man, that so even even with saying that, you know, it was like started basically like focusing on my career, you know, not knowing that that was going to be what you're going to be doing. And shit. Exactly. It just kind of happened, you know. Um, and then after that, like I worked with him for a few years, I started really like networking and. And meeting a bunch of other people that needed graphics and I started freelancing and doing my own thing and figuring out how to charge fools and how to design like properly design and properly, you know, uh, using these programs and and get like, you know, uh, screen print ready art and color separations. And dude, I, I went through all that stuff, you know, and then I started getting like real jobs at like a, not that that wasn't a real job because he was it was he was just like a little brand. But then I started getting jobs at companies like big companies and and uh, I kind of just. Uh, snowballed into this you know thing that I, I i couldn't control and i was like well i guess this is what i'm gonna do you know and uh that like that actually changed my life you know I was just, like, just getting flooded with work yeah yeah exactly and uh and yeah basically i've been so i've been doing the same thing for the last 20 years oh yeah dude so we you mostly do graphic designs right but you do like not just graphic designs you also do art like i mean yes it's not like, you know, you're like fucking cutting and pasting. You actually do fucking, you draw shit out, you paint it, you have different color schemes, you do it on canvases, you also do other prints where you layer them up too. Yeah, so basically, so... And this is your personal stuff, not the stuff that you do for your contract work. No, so so trip out on this. So as uh, as I started working with other companies and other other people, I met this, uh, this guy, Bob Fierro, who has a merchandise company who... He is also a screen printer, but he has a merchandise company. He does all this tour merchandise for all these different bands. Okay. And this same thing was like 15 years ago. And this dude, um, same thing. He was I met him, and he was doing some shit for Death Row. Damn. And he hit me up, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I need help with this, whatever. Could you know? Could you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Boom, boom, boom. I did that. And and then um, and then he hired me to do, like, the Boy George stuff. He did all, he did Culture Club. He does... Uh, he did Susie and the Banshees. He's done Motorhead. He's done. He does all kinds of urban bands like uh, Cameo. Uh, I mean, just old school bands, the Psychedelic Furs. Okay. Just a lot of '80s bands. So anyway, I started doing a bunch of work with that. Concert posters and shit. Exactly. So then we st- then so then he's the one that introduced me in, into the concert posters, the screen printed, like limited edition screen printed posters, and. Um, with that, I was like, oh, that that's like real dope because now I got to be a little more creative, not just designing T-shirts and designing catalogs and designing all this boring shit. It was doing these limited edition posters that I could sign and number, you know? Right, they're all numbered and shit. It's going to be a fucking enormous event. Yeah, so um, I did some shit with him. I, I did so many different prints, some shit for Coachella, shit for Stan Ridgeway, Walla Voodoo. I mean, uh, tons of bands. Um, that's fucking cool dude so with doing all that shit i wanted i started i wanted to start doing my own prints not realizing that to get these prints you i had to buy like the special paper i had to buy like like i had like for whatever color it was going to be that was a a piece of film and that was a screen and screens if you're familiar with screen printing because you you probably print your own merchandise or or whatever it's like they charge you for screens and it's like Screens could be like, you know, at the time, I think screens were like 35 or 40 bucks a piece. Film was like 15 bucks a piece. So for every color, you need a screen and a film. So it's like if I wanted to work on my own shit and make my own prints, just some like germ prints, it was going to cost me a fortune just to fucking make a stack of prints that I'm not even going to sell yet because I don't, you know, I just because I want to do it, you know. Right. Um, so 
with with saying all that, I said, you know what? I can't afford it. I can't afford to do my own shit. Um, so I said, you know, what's the next best thing? Was uh, I'm gonna cut my own stencils, you know, and do do a stencil print instead. Instead of fucking doing it with the fucking the layers and the colors and no, the no, it still screens. has it still has the layers. It's it, basically the way the way I design everything on my personal shit because I also do art. Like you, right. you, you, you see on my graphic design and all the stuff I do in the apparel industry for all these commission stuff. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is. But <clears throat> then my personal art, I do like mixed media pop art. Um, and originally, I started doing these screen printed posters or whatever, and I would use for my shows at the time. I would use all the posters I did for all these bands. I'd frame them and put them in whatever, a little art show or whatever. Exhibit <clears throat> shit. But I wanted to do more, so that's when I started doing the stencils. I said, you know what, I could do the same the same layering that I use for T-shirts and the same layers that I use for, for the screen-printed posters, I do the same thing with the stencils. So say whatever your design is, five colors, mm-hmm. so I'm cutting five stencils. But that, at that time, it doesn't cost me shit because I'm cutting it by hand and I'm doing it myself. And I could I could spray any color I want. So there's no I don't have any minimums. I don't have any overhead. It's just it's just whatever it costs me to make that. Your labor, your time. Exactly. <clears throat> and I have more time than money at the time. You know, so <laughs> it's like, you know what? So that kind of not knowing that I was going to start doing these, you know, uh, these uh, fine art prints or these pop prints or, or or these canvases, not knowing it was just kind of like I started. Oh, OK, you know what? The same method that I'm going to use on this poster, I'm going to try it on this canvas. Or Let's I'm try it this try way. It, or I'm going to try it on this wood panel. So that whole thing seemed, it just in, evolved into, you know, art. For some new, new little thing, <coughs> there was nothing to something. Exactly. And, uh, excuse me. Go for it, dog. It's all good. Um, and that same thing, just snow. I, I, nobody taught me. I just did it myself, you know. And, uh, oh, actually, I'm lying. I took a workshop. <laughs> I took a workshop. Um, but this is already, I was older, like I was already older and it was just like, there's this artist, uh, Richard Duardo, who passed, who recently passed away or actually a couple of years ago, um, that I already knew of because of my friend, Bob, the, the screen printer, the merchandiser and, um, Richard Duardo, he's considered the, uh, the, uh, what is it? The Warhol of the West. Cause Damn. he makes these like dope ass screen prints, you know? And I saw his stuff and I was like, oh shit, this is like real pop art, you know? And Bob had all kinds of his prints framed in his in his office, you know. Looking all badass and, and shit. I, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, oh, like Andy Warhol type shit, but better, you know. This shit, I was like, wow, this shit's like dope. And he, and so Bob would tell me all about Richard. And I so I met Richard, and um, and uh, he invited me. They they were having a, a workshop at one of his studios, and it was a stencil workshop, and it was taught by this other like sick ass like punk rock pop uh, screen print artist named John Minor. And I went, and uh, same thing. And I was always, I was a little discouraged because I was like, oh, you know what? I don't want to do the stencil wrong, or I don't want to do the screen print wrong, or whatever, you know. But after taking that workshop and and t- getting to see, the, you know, their, their their technique and their method, and it was really, you know, what? There's not really any rules to it. It's just, you know, what? Who gives a fuck about fucking exactly, up? Just keep going. Exactly. It's just like, no you know inhibitions what? and however. Shit. However you think you're going to put that paint down, you know what? There, there's no rules. There's no tech. There's no, I mean, you can have your, you have your technique, but there's, right. there's, there's, I mean, and there's very loose guidelines, but there's no exact way, no formula no, of how no, to do it from no, A to Z. And, and, and that's what I took from that workshop. I was like, oh, you know what? Balls out. Just fucking put it down. You know what I'm saying? 
splash some paint, get the shit, you know, put the layers on, whatever. So I took that from that workshop and I, and I brought it home and I was like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. So then I started getting all these canvases and wood panels and started fucking with different layers and collaging and, and not knowing what, how am I going to collage this? Like, oh, okay, I'd go and I see all these supplies or whatever, what, like fucking Mod Podge, let me fuck around with this. It's like $20, a little fucking thing like this. And I said, what, 20 bucks? Like, I'm not, like, whatever. I went to the fucking hardware store and I <laughs> bought a fucking, a bucket, a five gallon bucket of wallpaper paste for 40 bucks, you know, and I use that shit. But it's not like your typical <laughs> art shit or whatever. So then, you know, little by little, I started mixing like water in it. I started throwing some Mod Podge in there or some just different shit, making my own. Mixing it up, your own formula. proper dose. And, uh, and, and as I, um, I just kind of learned as I went, you know. And just built my my technique and all that stuff, and it's, I'm still refining it. You know, I'm still trying different things. And 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 uh, you know, my, my daughter is an artist, and she has my she's been my little like assistant and my little apprentice all these years. And uh, so she has my technique down. So she knows how to work. So when I need her to help me with like we have these like last minute shows or I'm <laughs> getting ready for these last minute shows, like she'll be like cutting stencils for me. You got and, your go to person. And she'll be collaging and she has like she knows my, my whole thing and comes in handy, dude. Oh, hell yeah. So I appreciate that. But um, but that's where that came from, you know, so I so I just because I couldn't I didn't want to spend that money on all these screens and everything for shit that I'm not because my at that time my art and stuff wasn't in demand so it was like what am I gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna be sitting on a stack of paper you know what I'm saying right and uh, so supplies I, so I wanted to I wanted to just fuck with my own shit and make my own shit and just keep making shit for no reason you know what I'm saying just oh it's not gonna be for you know this print and I don't want it to be limited to like oh this many screens or that project or this project so that's kind of how I like I started building my studio. In the garage and doing like you know, uh, getting all my my supplies and all my equipment and all my whatever whatever I have in there now, which is built. I, I've built it like from nothing, you know, from a little space in the garage or from working on the kitchen table to taking over the three car garage with like <laughs> all my shit in there. You know what I'm saying? And like tons of paint, tons of brushes, and tons of everything you need to do what you have to do. Everything, yeah. But that's so that's what I do now. Um, uh, you know, have a couple art shows here and there, you know, network with, uh, with other types of artists, you know, same thing like before, you know, um, but it's a, it's just a whole different. It's a, now it's a little more serious, a little more professional, you know, dealing with, you know, galleries or dealing with, uh, you know, whoever wants to put on a show. And, and uh, I, I like when I say it's a little more serious or, or a little more professional, it's a, I guess it's the people that I deal with, you know. It's not like child's play anymore. This is like, you know. Straight dealing with professionals. Exactly. <clears throat> so I, I I appreciate that you know, um, but still you know I mean I do I do all that shit on the side that's just like my 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 hobby that's just what I do I mean I couldn't even call it my hobby it's just what I do you know I st I just paint you know I paint I create shit whether whatever show I'm getting ready for whatever theme we have or whatever the subject is gonna be you know I just paint you know my my daytime gig is my daytime gig and that's like you know pays my bills and and all that stuff and I, and I'm fortunate to to have a job that I still do, you know, I could get creative and, and paint and not paint, I draw and, and design all day and, and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, you know, that's, that's, that's my daytime gig. And at night and on the weekends, I do my, my germism shit, you know? Hell yeah, dude. That's what's up, dude. And you like your daytime job? I mean, you're still creating there too, right? I yeah. Mean, well, your mind's pretty much going like 24 seven, right? As far as art goes. Oh, of course. No, definitely. You know what? Uh, 
I work for dope company. I mean, I, you know what? Even my whole career, I've worked for dope companies. And I, I've been, you know, without an education, I, I'm surprised <laughs> how far I've gotten, you know. Uh, but I have a really strong portfolio, and it's just like I've, I have a shitload of experience. That's awesome. And it's dude. been always in the in the apparel industry. You know, I work for tons of brands, tons of like merchandise companies, licensing companies, uh, and it's always been cool because I've always gotten to be creative, you know. And I've really, it's really helped me build my portfolio, you know, my website, all that stuff. Um, but um, know, the the job that I'm at now, it's it's dope. It's a dope corporate company, you know what I'm saying? But they respect. The fact that we have to get creative, whatever. I'm in charge of the art department, so it's like um, I have like five artists under me, and you know I gotta I gotta I have meetings with all these uh, different departments, and I filter everything and give all the uh, direction to the other artists and have them design the shit the way I tell them to do it or whatever or or however I can you know uh, explain how I want stuff or whatever. But uh, I'm not doing as much designing as as I'd like to because it's all more like managing and directing and just it's just like you know i'm constantly like on my emails and, and meetings and, and all that stuff and it, that's directing the, the show opposed it, to being yeah exactly it, it it gets a little boring but shit man at my age right now and, and <laughs> that's that's you know what that's the type of job i should have you know what i'm saying it's like i couldn't be fucking i can't just be you know my, my, grinding like, out like, fucking yeah, material dude exactly like my girl always eight hours like, when, when i'm when i'm doing graphics or whatever and she i don't know if she realizes what my what my job is or what i do but she's always she always thinks I'm just drawing cartoons. She's like, oh, she's <laughs> fucking drawing cartoons, caricaturas. And uh, you know, but uh, but no, man, uh, I, I've had some crazy jobs and I work with crazy people and uh, you know and 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 uh, for, you know I work for XOXO Baby Fat. I worked for Christian Energy for like fucking almost seven years. Damn. Yeah, and uh, that dude was uh, was a, was a trip working for that dude. Yeah. You know? The whole Ed Hardy thing or whatever. I mean, everybody hates his brand and hates that shit. But at the time, everybody that popping. talked shit about that dude and that dude's brand was wearing they that shit. They were fucking wearing that shit before. That, <laughs> they were all flash, saying? flash. Yeah. So I, I worked with that dude and that shit was fucking on a whole other level. Like, yeah. Yeah. And dude, how though? Just fool was crazy or what? No, man. You know what? Same thing. Like I, I got that job. And, and uh, the funny thing is. Cause I got that. I, I started working there just as a graphic designer for his, like one of his little off like brands, a little division he had there. Mm-hmm. And uh, two months into it, it's just like the the main art directors. They were like, you know what? They called me in. They had a big layoff, and they called me in, and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we're laying all these people off today. And I'm like, oh shit, what does that mean for me? He's like, well, it's kind of a good thing for you because we want you to fucking come over here and design the main brand. You know? I was like, oh really? I was like, dope. And it was for Christian Energy. Damn. And uh, and I didn't really know shit about. Him. I knew the brand. I know I knew you know his stuff, and but that dude was like a powerhouse. He'd walk in with his pinstripe suit and his fucking whole entourage and and uh, his cameras and video cameras. It was, it was like for real. Fucking, yeah, that dude lived like a reality show. And I was like, who the <laughs> fuck is this dude? Powerhouse, pinstripe suit, just meant business. Came in, boom, boom, boom. His French accent, just fucking calling the shots. I was like, fuck. really? Like you couldn't like. Even it, yeah, no, that no, 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 that, yeah, that dude, it was like, like yeah, no, it was just that, yeah, you couldn't help but fucking like respect that dude, like really, his president, he yeah. meant business, he wasn't fucking around. No, man, that dude, fucking, he's like, you know, he, I, with some of my friends, we always say, you know what, in this world, there's movers and shakers, and there's everybody else. That dude's a fucking mover and shaker. And he had the money and the power to fucking back up any idea <coughs> he wanted to do, you know? 
he thought was good enough. Yeah, and he had some outrageous shit, and he wanted to change the website, like, at the fucking spur of the moment, you know, and, and or just whatever it was. And this is something major, like, oh, you know, just to change your color, the web, the web team was like, oh, fuck, you can't do that. And he's like, why? Just fucking do it. Or whatever it is, not that I do web design or whatever, but I was just being <laughs> being there. But uh, but no, that dude uh, was a was a fucking trip, man. He was, he was, he was, you know what? He was he was awesome, man. And but he was he was also like he meant business. He was wasn't fucking around. He didn't fuck around at all, you know. But uh, but he was cool. I got to, you know, I see I saw a lot of sides of him, you know, and uh, um, you know, I was just one guy in the team, and at the end, I ended up being like one of the main guys in the team, so it was pretty dope. And, uh, you know, when he was calling our directors, he, you know, out of everybody, he would, he would call the two art directors and he'd call me and he would always like, you know, he, he asked me for my opinion and he thought, Hey, what do, what do you think about this? Let's do this. Let's do that. And, and I mean, and it wasn't, we just didn't do Ed Hardy and Christian Raji. We did a bunch of other brands and we built everything. We designed everything for him, for him, you know? Um, and, and toward the end of the thing, when, when the whole thing ended, like I was working out of his house. Really, dude? Yeah, like, like. Uh, Where that fool live? He had like five houses, <laughs> a, a sick ass ranch over in like Topanga Canyon, and uh, oh, like Malibu, and then he had this other house like in Beverly Hills. So um, one day he called me and he was just like, uh, "Hey, I, uh, you know, I need you. Like, come, come down. Like, you know, I want to show you something, whatever, whatever." And, and yeah, we walked in his like sick ass pad or whatever, and we walked to the backyard pool and everything, whatever, and. Uh, and we walked in his pool house. He's like, he's like, here you go. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? Here you go. He's like, yeah, this is your new office. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Like, he was like, he's like, I'm like, what are we gonna design? And he's like, oh, this is a new brand. Don't worry. But he's like, are you in? And I'm like, sure. Like, I'm in. You know, I was always down with that dude. Every like all his crazy projects. Every step of the way. Yeah, because it's like it would always work out or or whatever. And and but the crazy shit is like I already knew how to work with him and I knew what he liked. And when I would ask him for any direction, I'm like, so this new brand, like, what is it? Like, you know, wh- wh- tell me, what do you want me to, what do you want me to design? And he's like, and he would, he call, he would call everybody Vif. French guys call everybody Vif, which is Vif. Me- means like the swift one, but it's like dude. Or, oh, okay. Or, That's or their whatever. version yeah. of dude. And, and it was always Vif. He would call everybody, Vif. hey, Vif, Vif. And uh, so his direction, I was like, hey, Christian, so what's up? Like, what, what am I designing? What do you, what do you, what do you want? He's like, Vif. He's like, you know me. He's like. Find something cool and make it cool. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, Christian, uh, then I'll do that. <laughs> and that was like his direction, you know. But I mean, he, all of his ideas weren't weren't the best, you know. And uh, I remember one day we were sitting around having a huge meeting and, and we're design- I was designing the splash page to his website. And uh, he was, so I was there with the web designers and everybody. And, and uh, he was like, OK, put me this and put me that and uh, change this and change that. And we're right there and I'm, I'm designing the page. And then the web designers are there uh, telling me, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And then he's like, and then uh, put me uh, <laughs> music. He wants music on his website. <laughs> and um, this was true front like, you know? He's like, put me uh, LMFAO, the music, right, for the website. And simultaneously, everybody in the room chuckled. It was just like as soon as they said, oh, put me uh, LMFAO, everybody was just like, <laughs> But it was just because nobody, obviously, nobody wants to diss him and diss his ideas or whatever. Right. But it was that was how cheesy it was that nobody wanted to put LMFAO on the website. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that that was pretty funny. Everybody was just at the same time. It was just like, huh. And what did Homeboy do? <laughs> Nothing. He didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the joke's always, on you. Yeah, exactly. 
But uh, but no, anyway, we worked on on one of the last brands that we worked on. It was called Praetorian. It was this like Brazilian fightwear, and uh, we worked out of his pool house. That was actually really cool because uh, you know that fool has uh, you know I mean not servants or or maids or whatever, but he has like his uh, his uh, um, his uh, assistant, uh, his personal chef and oh, all that damn. stuff and and everything. And uh, and it was pretty dope because uh, you know he would always invite me to lunch. And and I'd be I'd be there and he'd be, he'd be having lunch with his girl and those other guys his, all these French guys or whatever and and he'd be call me over hey Vive come eat and it's like it'd be some like tight fucking you know setup or whatever this is on the daily you know Damn. and I was like oh man this is like pretty fresh like I really can't complain like you know because we're like in his pool house like his pool's right there like you know it, it was just a, it was a cool environment you know and and then that fool was high all the time. It's off like he, weed. Yes, yeah, so oh, I'd, yeah. I'd get there right, and he'd be working out with his his trainer, which was his uh, bodyguard and driver, and his buff ass French dude, cool as fuck. And uh, they'd be working out, whatever. And I'd get there and I'd set up the computer and make some coffee, whatever, whatever. And then uh, that fool would come in like all refreshed from his workout and already, <laughs> already all dressed full of cologne. You know, you ever see a French guy and it's like, or an Armenian guy and they're full of fucking cologne. He, he'd come in in the office and he'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, "Vive." You have a lighter, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh sure, I'll get in my backpack, you know. And he's like, he's like, you mind? Uh, I smoke my joint. It's 9 a.m. You mind? I smoke my joint. I'm like, nah, man, go ahead. He's like, you smoke joint? I'm like, not right now, man. It's cool. He's like, okay. So then by two in the afternoon, that fool was like burned out, and he's like, you know what, Veep? He's like, I'm burned out. You're burned out. Go home. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> Damn. But that's the way he worked, man. And but we get we'd get shit done, and it was Living just it, that was a, it was a cool fucking it was a cool experience working for that dude. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, he, he passed away like a year, like that same year, or that year. Damn. After. Like I had just he found out he had uh, leukemia. Fuck. And that shit, like just like like I think he found out like in December, and that fool passed away. I think like in June. Damn. Or something like that. And uh, Homeboy yeah. checked out. He didn't fucking. That shit freaked Dude, him out that, a bit. Yeah, I fucking. I, I couldn't believe it because this fool was like one of the strongest guys and the healthiest guys. And just I was like, what the fuck? Like, like he's gone. I can't believe that shit. It's yeah. a trip, man. Shit happens, though, man. Yeah, man. But anyway, after. after, <laughs> after not that I don't want to get all into that. Oh, whatever, all fucking that. sentimental and shit, yeah. huh? <laughs> I was getting but, a little um, weird. <laughs> But no, uh, um, while I was working there, I got a phone call from the company that I'm working for now. And then uh, and I, I was like, oh, really? Like, I don't know. Should I do it? Whatever, whatever. And then uh, they made me an offer and I came came to work with them, you know, and uh, and, that, and and then like he had passed away like right after that. I was still freelancing for him like on the side and, oh, okay. and doing projects for him. I just didn't leave him high and dry. Um, but I was still like I'd sometimes I'd go over there in the evening and work work on it, work on some shit or I'd email him all the time or whatever. He'd be like in another country. He'd be in Brazil like like messaging me and you know asking me for shit and I'd send it over and handling and shit. Um, yeah, and then he passed away and that was it. But uh, and now now I'm at the spot where I'm at and it's pretty cool, man. You know, I mean, I can't complain. The rest is history, dog. Yeah, that's right. Fuck yeah, dude. So where can people get a hold of you, dog? Um, just my website, germism.com, G-E-R-M-I-Z-M.com. All right. And all, all my shit's on there, you know, my whole portfolio, you know, everything, all my shit, whatever, you know, or, or Facebook or Instagram, same thing, just germism. Fuck yeah, dude. It, it, so I was going to ask you, it never got crazy with you when you were uh, uh, tagging? 
Like you see, like as far as like tag banging or motherfuckers getting killed that you knew. I mean, I know those fools got fucking fucked up on the freeway, but Fuck, anything yes, else? Yes. This fool's getting fucking rolled up oh, on, shot up. No, I mean I'm telling you that that was that was. Another it was pretty fucking crazy. It started making it on the local news, like if you you living in like the L.A. area and shit. Or yeah, that, Los that, that's, area. that uh, special report, Chris yeah, Blackford, yeah. whatever. My name is Chris Blackford, and yeah, we're here exactly. with tag yeah, oh, banging. Oh yeah, in the main yeah. streets of. <laughs> We, no, I went through all that shit, all of that shit. It was the same thing, the crews, and and uh, and at the same time, I was just like, fuck, like, I just want to paint, you know? Right, you didn't, um, you weren't down with fucking well, shit. But, but, I mean, shit, I was down still, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was in, like, <laughs> I couldn't take the bus, like, into another neighborhood or whatever without getting hit up, and, oh, what you riding, all this bullshit or whatever, and it was just, like, intense. I felt like, at one point, I was like, shit, I was like, well, you know, I should just be in a gang if I wanted to go through all this shit. Like I just want to paint, you know. <laughs> but it was it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Like my friends were dying all the time. We're like at a funeral like every week. Damn. Fools were you know carrying guns and screwdrivers and fucking getting stabbed with fucking scribers and shit. And uh, that shit was serious. People were fighting all the time. We couldn't go to a fucking party or a fucking ditching party or. Or even go to the movies or whatever without fucking a mob of fools being there and it being like, oh, this crew, that crew. And oh, I have some stories, man, some crazy shit. Um, but yeah, no, fucking that shit was dangerous. That shit was dangerous. And and, and I'm not going to play like the innocent one. I was, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I was in it as much as, you know, as much as they were, you know. Um, but I'm happy I got out of it. Not that I got out of graffiti writing, but just that whole like negative part of the graffiti writing you know what i'm saying whole that, gang whole, aspect. that whole tag banging shit because that shit at the time you know i was a knucklehead you know what i'm saying and and uh and same thing like i like i was saying with my mom kicking me out that was one of the things it was like you know i was a knucklehead i was you know i i, I went through my phases i did a lot of bad shit you know uh, just because growing up in east la and having the cousins that i had those fools were always getting me in, like stealing cars selling dope um everything you, you weren't know? hanging out with angels no fuck no you know <laughs> and it was just like yeah, that that whole thing, like you know, all my friends were gangbangers, you know, and and um, I was kind of like, I mean, out of my circle of friends or whatever, it was just like, like I had like my regular circle of friends that were everything. Like my best friend was like a rude boy punk, you know, and uh, I lived with him for uh, when my parents like first split up or I was, I split up again with my sister, or whatever. I went to go live with my best friend for a while. He's like a rude boy punk, and that he taught me like. I learned so much other stuff from him. You know, his dad was this like old hippie, you know, uh, from Vietnam or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, all, so my, my true circle of friends were everybody, they were all different. You know, they were like some casual dudes. It wasn't just taggers. There was rebel dudes. There was fucking gang bangers. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, my, my best friend who's this rude boy punk, little, he's driving this little fucking uh, Vespa scooter and his shaved head and all this bullshit two-tone uh, ska dude, you know? Um, and then uh, that was my my regular circle of friends, my true friends. But then outside of that, then I had, like, my whole, like, graffiti family. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and those fools were just as crazy as, like, my gangbanger friends or my regular friends, you know? And uh, But that was a whole other thing. Like, I go to school, and we fucking... You know, uh, we'd take the bus and go to another school and start shit with the other graffiti writers right. at the other school, whatever, and, you know. And what went down with that is that, what, the gang started absorbing uh, tag crews? Going, like, if you're going to be fucking hitting up this neighborhood, you're going to fucking get soaked into here? You know what? Or what was it really that fucking turned it into that? I 
I really can't say because I, I that didn't happen in our neighborhood. You know what okay. I'm saying? It was just like the gangbangers were the gangbangers and the taggers were the were taggers. As a matter of fact, the gangbangers didn't like the taggers. You know, I got jumped by the local gang because they were, you know, on my case for tagging my neighborhood, you know, or it wasn't even, ta- I was like, you know, hitting up all the l- little liquor stores and the, the walls in, in my neighborhood. But those were pieces. I was doing like beautiful murals, you know what I'm saying? And these fools, uh, you know, they would hit me up and be like, hey, don't be tagging my fucking neighborhood. I was like, oh, I'm doing some fucking nice murals. He's like, well, I don't give a fuck. It's our neighborhood. I'm like, it's my neighborhood, too. What the fuck are you talking about? And they didn't <laughs> like that. So, yeah, they fucked me up, you know, and, and I had to, like, watch my back and, and all that shit. And, and, and I didn't I didn't want to get into any of that, that stuff. I, d- I just I couldn't comprehend that, you know. You know, it was just like, I just, I, my whole thing is I just wanted to fucking paint. You know, but, you know, I, but I rolled with the punches and I went, I, you know, okay, this is, oh, we have beef with these fools? Oh, then fucking we have beef with these dudes or whatever. But I, I learned that that whole graffiti scene was a big percentage of it. They were all fucking haters. Everybody thought they were better <laughs> than everybody else. And it was just like, It's no, like any like, little fucking uh, competitive artistic fucking endeavor, dude, I'm whether sure, it's legal or not. Dude, I'm sure with, it, with you guys and the comedian you know, <laughs> group or whatever you guys, you know, I hear Felipe talking shit about these guys or those <laughs> guys or whatever. And I'm sure people are hating on you guys or, or you guys hate on other guys or whatever. Um, but, just talking uh, shit, you know. Yeah, but it, you know, it's it's the same thing, and it was like everyone thought that they were the fucking king of <laughs> you know our king, and this is our hood, and we're up, and oh let's battle for this or let's battle for that or whatever or or whatever, and it's just like I don't know, I I I really thought, or I finally came to the conclusion. I was like, this is pointless. <laughs> you know, it took something like, though. I wanna huh? like yeah, it's just like I want to take it as far as I can, but I don't want to get killed <laughs> doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck and that, that was that dude. was one of the turnoffs. I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, because that's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers were dying. Some of them, you know, mean picked off, or then like some taggers, like you know, people rolling up on them, and them shooting them, and it's just like the fucking old lady, you know, going fucking get the fuck out of here or whatever. Exactly. Like so, I, just stupid shit ha- happened. But it's all part of the paranoia too. You're over here at night. You're spray painting shit. Your adrenaline's going. All types of fucking oh, crazy man, shit. Oh we, man, we've been dude. chased out of graffiti yards. You know, we go to the panic zone, and it's like the gang that runs that area, and we're and we're you know we get jacked for our paint. Or there you go, dog. Or, or whatever, and it's just like, or same thing. We go to the Belmont Tunnel. I remember one time uh, we were there. We were deep. There was a shitload of us, and there was some punk ass kid there, um, who just a little ass kid was like, "Hey, let me have a spray can or whatever." And there, and and they were like, "No, like get out of here, kid! Like, what the what the fuck do you want a spray can for?" And um, he got like a spray can. We were there. They were like not not punking him, but he he was just like, "Hey, give me have some spray cans." Blah blah blah. blah. And they were so they ended up kicking out. And they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So he ended up get while we were painting that little fool, little kid, <laughs> grabbed like a spray can from the floor that was kind of like half empty or whatever, crossed out one of the pieces that we were working on, you know. Damn. And everybody was like, "What the fuck is this kid doing?" Like, so they they didn't do nothing to him. They just scolded him and told him to get the fuck out of here, dude. That fool came back. With the whole gang, like at the top of the fucking hill, these like a whole line of guys started coming down. I'm not even kidding if they weren't holding rifles and shit and fucking marching down to the fucking Belmont Tunnel. And everybody looked and like, holy fuck. Everybody was grabbing their shit, jumping in their cars and fucking dropping shit. Trying Took to fucking, off. Trying to jump in their cars to get out because there's only one way in and out of that place. Damn. And it was just like, fuck, you know what? Like that. I, Moments like that, I'd already think like, damn, like what, like, 
what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put your fucking lives in danger, dude. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying that it wasn't down because that was part of what we did or whatever. Right. But shit, I'm pretty fucking lucky. Uh, I'll be honest. Like, I'm pretty lucky to have made it ugly. out of there. Because I always felt like, you know what? I got, it's like you got your fucking taggers that just fucking tag, you know? And then you got your graffiti artists that fucking actually paint, you know? And I did both. So it was just like, on both sides of the spectrum as yeah. far as that shit goes. And uh, but at the end of the day it was just like as I got older and wiser, I guess, you know, it was just like one thing weighed out the other, you know. But at it, but at the same time, you know, well, under the circumstances, me being kicked out <laughs> and all that shit, I lost everything or whatever. So it was just kind of a change in my life, you know. It was just like, Oh man, you know what, what am I gonna do with this? So I kinda just grew out of it and just just moved on, you know. I guess this is growing up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but you know what though? I mean, I I don't regret any of that stuff, you know, and 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 I appreciate having to live through all that, uh, because even even some of my style now, it's it's really urban, it's still street, you know, and 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 it comes from all the style I had back in those days. You know what I'm saying? It oh comes hell from yeah, that, dude! That's a fucking the foundation in essence, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, that's what's up, dude. Thank you very much for doing it, dog. Oh, no, no pleasure. Problem, I know man. we've been fucking trying to get this together for a minute, though, dude. But, yeah, you've always been solid in that aspect. And I think we're just barely, you know, scratching the surface on some fucking uh, little aspects of fucking just art in general, dog. Oh, hell so fuck yeah. yeah. No, Muchas definitely. gracias, dog. No, no problem. I appreciate it, man. Fuck yeah, dog. All right. Keep shining, fool. Yo, what up? So, yeah, th- there's that episode. Germism, fucking pretty cool dude, man pretty fascinating little story and it's funny man with all the podcasts that i do it seems like i'm barely scratching the surface and um yeah so there you have it dude and uh we'll we'll be back for um for more um we'll keep on trying to get more uh, artists i'm gonna try to actually do this podcast twice a week just to stay fucking busy and to stop being a lazy ass and you know get this shit pumping so if all you guys are listening please leave um uh reviews on itunes let everybody know what's up if you see somebody with the fucking iphone that's your homie that has the apps dude please fucking have them add my fucking uh uh podcast yeah man and let's keep this fucking ball rolling thank you very much for the all the support and yeah the artist where i met germanism at was ernesto yerena he had a um a little get together displaying his fucking uh, art and i met up with germanism and it was fucking totally cool dude so uh yeah man uh and you guys can get a hold uh, at uh, Ernesto Llerena, another artist, at echoconganas.com. And that's H-E-C-H-O-C-O-N-G-A-N-A-S.com. That's echoconganas.com. All right, man, check out this fucking voodoo song, and you guys keep shining. Peace out. Yeah, man.
Muchachos, dime cuenta. Muchachos, dime cuenta.